People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no, not in no. a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. I ain't going with you. I'll go with child. Hey, fuck you, Palmer! I'm going with you! Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit! Because the whole world gone crazy! Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Holmes Movies Recommends. My name is Anders Holmes, and I'm joined by my brother, Adam, over Skype in the United States of America. Hello. How's it going? All right, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Weather's a bit chilly here at the moment, but uh, hopefully it will get warmer. Yeah, same here, frankly. Um, it's not, not really the spring we'd hoped for, but I suppose it's a good way of keeping people inside. Um, yes, yeah <laughs> it's a good reason to keep people inside <laughs> yeah you know but um yeah it's uh it's still it, we did have some nice weather and it was it was wonderful to get out and about um yeah but uh yeah you know uh take the rough with the smooth um so what have you got for us today so the film that i'm going to be recommending is a film from the 80s Ooh. And it's a film that I think, I, I don't know, might go a little bit under people's radar slightly. And it's a film I've seen a couple of times, and it's both the both times I've watched it. No, actually, sorry, it's not from the 80s. It's from, it's an early 90s film. It's from 1992. You idiot! <laughs> I thought it was an 80s film for a second. Sorry. My bad. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. So anyway, yeah, the film I'm going to recommend is... Hey, McFly! <laughs> Anybody home? Anybody home? <laughs> anyway, uh, so the film I'm going to recommend is Phil, uh, Phil Alden Ro- Robinson's uh, uh, Field of Dreams follow-up, and that is Sneakers, starring an all-star cast that includes Robert Redford, Sidney Poitier, Dan Aykroyd, Dada- David Strathairn, River Phoenix, and Ben Kingsley, before he became Sir Ben Kingsley, and Mary McConnell, who some mate will remember from... Uh, dances with wolves she plays stands with a fist oh yeah this is a really really good film it's like a comedy caper movie it has like the feeling of uh i'm getting the strongest sense of deja vu just now have you recommended this before on a different podcast i might have recommended this on an episode yes i'm getting like huge deja vu from this i've not seen it carry on Okay, so it, it like Robert Redford is very much known for paranoid thrillers of the 1970s. So it feels very much like it. it, it I feel Sneakers is, a, is inspired by and is a bit of a blend of Three Days of the Condor and also another film that Robert Redford was in, The Sting. And he's in a, Three he's, Days of the Sting. Yeah. So this film is very exciting. It, it is very likable. It would make for like a great watch on a sunday afternoon it has like a really nice cinematic ninth that 90s cinematic style it has that charm and it's um robert redford plays uh martin bishop aka martin bryce and he leads a group of specialists who perform 
uh, penetration tests to evaluate evaluate. <laughs> Let me explain to evaluate uh, clients' uh, security systems. It... <laughs> what? Penetration test to evaluate clients. No, basically, he he they. That's disgusting. <laughs> so, who, who, who produced this? Harvey Weinstein. No, no. They make they basically perform heists to show businesses why where the flaws are in their security systems and things like that. So his team includes uh, Donald Creese, played by Sidney Poitier, who's a former CIA officer. Uh, Dan Aykroyd plays uh, Darren Roscoe, whose code name is Mother, who's like an electronics technician, and he loves to talk about conspiracy theories. Uh, Carl Arbogast, played by River Phoenix, who is a hacking genius. And Erwin Whistler Emery, played by David Strathairn, who is a expert phone freak who likes to, uh, you know, hack into phones. And he also happens to be blind. These people would all be like the worst kind of like online Trumpy QAnon conspiracy theorists <laughs> now. Like every one of those people you described. Yeah, be like Infowars. <laughs> like they'd be the, the, the government are trying to give us coronavirus five G. Um, yeah, they sound like an unbearable group of people to walk. Imagine if you walked into a pub and they were all just sitting there. It'd just be like Sydney Partey just telling Dan Aykroyd to say like, "I'm not going to tell you anything about what I did during the um, did during the you know during my time as a CIA officer." So basically, they get hired by some agents who tell who say that they're from the nsa who tell them to acquire a black box from a mathematician who's been constructing it and martin bishop is sort of blackmailed into the job because of in which is, it's shown in the film's prologue that he was nearly arrested for doing some bad stuff so he feels like he has to kind of do it to um to you know not go to jail basically and so they get so the black box when they find out what it is it's not they find out it's not just a code breaker it's the it's, uh, it's marcellus wallace's soul <laughs> it's called like there's a line in the film where robert redford is like it's not just a code breaker it's the code breaker and basically it sort of becomes what? this an enigma machine yeah it's basically this enigma that can basically just do anything and you know they basic it's sort of like the the, the paranoia starts to seep in like they don't know who to trust except for martin's ex-girlfriend liz played by marrying mcconnell yeah and ben kingsley plays this really mysterious person who works from the shadows and sort of is like the man behind it man behind the curtain basically <laughs> no 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 <laughs> you're the you problem like the right you're the fucking problem <laughs> is your name ungrateful? Just... is your name ungrateful or what <laughs> i wish he was that character in every film Imagine Gandhi being like that. We're yeah. not going to go out of England. We're not, the England, England is not going to leave India alone. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have like the, 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 the dramatic heft of something like Three Days of the Condor or The Conversation or The Parallax View, but it does have like... <laughs> what? Try and say, do you just say the parallax? You just completely like garbled the parallax view. Uh, I felt like Boris. Have you got... seen the parallax view? Yeah, I have. It's it's a good film. It is a good film. Yeah, great cinematography from uh, Gordon Willis. Okay, I didn't mean to, to divert you off the point. Sorry. Parallax. No, but it, it it doesn't have that kind of you know where you're shitting yourself throughout the entire all those films and feeling tense and stuff. But like, it has like a really nice light-hearted feeling about it it's really easy and it's fun it has that 90s feeling about it and it has the a bit 
a bit Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, it does have a bit of an Ocean's Eleven vibe. Like it's sort of fun. It's 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 great seeing them like perform like these little heisty things, and there's some really fun moments. Like it's just a really nice, easy watch. It's got a great cameo. There's a great cameo from James L. Jones, who was in uh, Phil, Al- who was also in Phil Al- Alden Robinson's previous film, Field of Dreams. And you know, it just it it it. It, it's like a cheerier version of like the Jason Bourne films, and and Stephen uh, Toblowski who played uh, Ned Peterson in the in um, Groundhog Day, he said it was one of the funnest films he ever worked on. It does sound really fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about the nineties. I mean, people just decided that they were going to make fun movies. Yeah, it was like movies in the nineties were either fun, inspiring, or heartwarming. Or in the case of like Sons of the Lambs, just brilliant and terrifying. But you know, there's there so many. Like, think about all the films like Forrest Gump and, uh, you know, um, Forrest Gump. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, Tom Hanks. Just read Tom Hanks' film. I can think of another Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> uh. but, you know, but you know what I mean? Like, there's a schlockiness to that. Like, Field of Dreams is a classic example of this. Dances with Wolves is another one. You know, yeah. all these films that make you feel good about stuff. Um, and then 9-11 happens and it slightly changes the, yeah. the view. But, um, you know, I mean, okay, I, I had I pulled a blank on, on 19 <laughs> movies there for a second. Um, Forrest Gump and then just but, crickets. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Forrest Gump is like the, the, the definition. Oh, Shawshank Redemption is another one. <laughs> Chicago! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dougie. Uh, Ace Ventura, that's another one. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Bumblebee tuna. Uh, <laughs> earthquake test. <laughs> oh, that really made me laugh. It just came into my head when you said Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> uh, the, the Fugitive. Uh, That's another example. It's a thriller, but it's still it's still a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? It has that real... Yeah. Um, I mean, we watched Rush Hour the other night as well. Similar thing. Yeah. It all, um, I mean, a lot of those movies, they do feel like... I mean, even though they have different people working on them and different cinematographers and things like that, they still kind of look the same. There's still that same, like, polish but different, you know, vehicle kind of thing. I don't know. It's 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 kind of fun seeing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand what it is in the, in the 80s and 90s, the idea of, like, interesting cinematography outside of a certain group of films um it just seems to not apply yeah like really roger deakins and i mean I, I guess cinematography and stuff like dead man um but like apart from that it's just like lush but not interesting like i'm thinking of something like out of africa dances with wolves um you know the Fargo. That's like, another example. Fargo to some extent. Fargo is more interesting than that. I'd say Fargo is on the interesting end. Roger Deakins did Fargo, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So like, yeah, he's good. I say, I'm trying to think of those like Bridges of Madison, like the Clint Eastwood cinematography. The, the cinematography in Clint Eastwood movies in the 80s and 90s is not that interesting. No, um, I think he had like the same yeah. cinematographer for a while. He had Jack Green, and then he started working with Tom Stern for quite a lot of movies after that. We look at Jurassic Park as well. Like you've got, you've got really great like special effects and all that stuff. But the cinematography is not like it's just put the camera yeah. down and have people run around and then put in the effects afterwards. It's like yeah. they can't work out how to have both. You they, know the you guy, have... the guy who did the cinematography on the Fugitive. Do you want to know what the other films that he did? 
do I know, want to know what the other films that he did were? Yeah, like the other films that he did, you know, apart from... You just missed out a word from your sentence <laughs> when he didn't finish it. Yeah, so, so the other films that he did, he was... Why can't you talk properly? I don't know. Because <laughs> I laughed too much, I guess, earlier. Uh, so the guy's name was Michael Chapman, and these are the, he was, you know, he's retired now, but these were the films that he worked on. Last Detail, Taxi Driver, The Last Waltz. Uh, Philip Kaufman's the Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Raging Bull, which he was no- which he was nominated for, The Lost Boys, Scrooged, uh, Ghostbusters Two, Kindergarten Cop, uh, Rising Sun, but Primal Fear, Six Days, Seven Nights, and Space Jam. What the fuck? <laughs> That's the weirdest career I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Where he does all these really interesting films in the seventies, and then he just does like, ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna do stupid <laughs> comedies and cartoon movies. Yeah. Yeah, basically, which I, which I, it's just like I, I sort of when I looked at his like, like when his like his whole filmography, and I saw that he did all these movies, and then I saw Space Jam, I was just like, huh? no, but it, uh, Space Jam is very much in keeping with Six Days, Seven Nights. I mean, uh, anyway, let's not, let's not. Uh, we're yeah. ending up writing another um, uh, film dissertation here, so no, uh, let's but, move um, on. But just um, getting back to sneakers, I really, it's such a great. I, it's such a great little fun film. I know I'm repeating myself, but it has like a lot of element. I know it doesn't, it doesn't have like the sort of heft or anything, but it has like themes about like there's a line that Ben Kingsley says in the film. It's like it doesn't matter about all this stuff. The only thing that matters is who has the information, and I think that sort of relates a little bit to what's kind of going on at the moment and who has control over what. So I feel like this movie does kind of have some relatability, and it ha- and it feels accessible in that sort of sense. And I think in a lot of ways, I'm not saying someone should, but you could easily reboot it, remake it, or follow on from that movie and still have those elements kind of play out in in the way that the world is now. So in that sort of sense, the movie does kind of it does kind of hold up and 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 you know hold itself together in the way that the movies and you know are made now, and like thematically and things like that. Well, I look forward to giving it a, a watch. Um... By the way, I uh, did watch uh, one of the rewatch one of the recommendations on here, which was the conversation, uh, which I very much enjoyed. That's a good movie. Um, yeah, fantastic film. Anyway, um, so uh, cool. Well, I'll see you next time. I will mm. think of a film in the interim and um, have a nice one. Have a nice one. Have a nice day. Have a nice evening. Where whatever it is, where you are, and uh, yeah, yeah. Stay s- sane, I guess. <laughs> Stay alert. Stay alert. Wash your hands. Yeah. Don't go outside. Wash you, can go, you can go outside, but you shouldn't watch, go outside. Watch and watch. <laughs> so, yep, that's my recommendation for the day. Sneakers by Phil Adam Robinson. Uh, do check back to see what Adam will be recommending.